Like the rest of America, the military has ongoing challenges with obesity and physical readiness of its troops. Now an academic study finds a low-carb diet known as ketogenic might help. For what that is and why it might be useful, Jeff Volick, professor of kinesiology at Ohio State University. Professor Volick, good to have you on. Great to be here. Now, as I understand it, the ketotonic or keto type of diet is where you eat bacon and cheese and steak for breakfast, or tell us more about what the diet is in the first place. I mean, there are a lot of misconceptions around the ketogenic diet, uh, but it can be practiced in many different ways, but it's actually a very healthy and natural uh, way to eat. Uh, in fact, if we look at the history of humans on, on this planet, the majority of time we did not have access to a lot of higher carbohydrate, starchy foods, and so we're very well suited or hardwired, if you will, to uh, to eat a lot of uh, fat and, and moderate amounts of protein with minimal uh, sugars and, and carbohydrates. And and it's it does include bacon and and meats and um, eggs and cheese, but it also includes a lot of vegetables, uh, specifically the non-starchy vegetables, uh, and 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 fat sources um, such as olive oil and canola oil, and uh, animal sources of fat from dairy or uh, from beef or pork or chicken. Uh, so it actually has a lot of variety and um, and it's quite palatable and enjoyable. Uh, and many people actually prefer eating this style of eating for a lot of reasons over other uh, types of diets that uh, uh, many people would consider uh, higher carbohydrate or even moderate carbohydrate. And before we get into the possible benefits for the military, how did this study come about and who participated? Just for some context, I've been studying ketogenic diets for over two decades, and a lot of that research is focused on weight loss and the obesity problem, uh, and other obesity-related uh, health effects of the diet, and overall that research is very positive. Uh, but more recently, we've we've been interested in targeting applications of the diet for the military, and it turns out they have a crushing obesity problem uh, in the military. Um, depending on what statistic you look at, it, it's conservatively about two-thirds of soldiers are either overweight or obese, which is a real problem, uh, and also the the recruiting, uh, so the the eligible rec- uh, people out there for the military um, are actually not eligible because of obesity and fitness related issues. So this is a uh, you know a real problem that the military has, and we um, we thought, well, geez, this research is very positive that it, 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 you know the military should be paying attention to this. So we actually conducted a study specifically in. Uh, participants who had a military affiliation. Many of them were associated with the Army ROTC uh, on campus at Ohio State, uh, but we also had some other um, active duty people in the study as well. And uh, and so that was our, our subject population. And how did the study work? What did you do with these people under the study? Well, our, our main goal was, um, on one level, just to simply demonstrate that this group of, uh, of individuals could accept and adapt to the ketogenic diet. And so it was a 12-week intervention uh, where we coached them and actually provided them access to ketogenic-appropriate meals. And we clearly demonstrated that they would accept these diets. They, uh, for the most part, um, enjoyed them and had no problems adapting to this type of diet. And we documented that many different ways, including actually measuring ketones in their blood on a daily basis. 
so it was clear they were in ketosis and accepted the diet and and perhaps the most striking result was that without any instruction to restrict calories so we did not limit how much food they would eat we we instructed them to eat to satiety um every single participant uh lost weight and it was not just a, a you know a moderate amount of weight in 12 week period they lost on average 17 pounds without any specific instruction to restrict calories and they lost body fat especially from the midsection and we actually did some advanced imaging technologies to look at their visceral fat which is the type of fat stored in your primarily your midsection around your organs that um uh, confers um uh, a very high risk if you carry excess uh, fat in that particular depot we're speaking with jeff volick professor of kinesiology at ohio state university what happens next have you shown this to the military and what do they say well the results um have been published in, in a scientific journal uh, that's specifically read by a lot of people in the military. It's called Military Medicine. And, uh, and so the, with publication of the results, we've, um, we've had a fair amount of media attention, uh, which we appreciate, and it has caught the attention of folks in the military. And even prior to publishing this study, there, there has been um, pockets of interest within the military uh, interested in ketones and ketogenic diets, and so um, so this is you know, somewhat of a grassroots movement. Uh, we're now um, publishing some some key science. I think that's garnering attention of folks in the military um, in combination with just the burgeoning problem they have with um, with obesity and, and overall readiness uh, of of the forces. Uh, so it, it's it's refreshing that um, uh, they're finally paying attention to this rather um, compelling body of evidence now that suggests ketogenic diets are not only effective with weight loss but addressing a lot of other metabolic diseases like pre-diabetes and type 2 diabetes in particular, but perhaps other um, conditions as well. There's really a lot of uh, emerging, uh, very promising research on the therapeutic aspects of, of ketogenic diets, as well as the performance-enhancing effects. So this could even be relevant for um, the soldier, the special operator, um, to help them perform more optimally at a physical as well as cognitive level. Now, the military has a pretty well-developed, I guess, system of food preparation and food service and lots of traditions there. Have you or have they considered what it would take logistically to convert the feeding systems throughout the military to this type of diet? Well, you know, you might be surprised. Nutrition uh, and um, feeding protocols are not maybe as sophisticated and scientific as you may think. Um, and we're not suggesting this be a, you know, a default or um, be applied um across all military branches and, and, and be mandatory or imposed on soldiers, but it should be an option, and it may be a preferred option for certain individuals with metabolic conditions uh, or those who are overweight or those who want to recover quicker or be more resilient. So it's really an option, and I mean, this is where the science of nutrition is today, is that we know there's no one-size-fits-all uh, that people vary in how they respond to different dietary inputs. Uh, but there's clear evidence that 
a ketogenic style of eating um, is highly appropriate for a lot of people, especially those who are overweight and show signs of insulin resistance, uh, which essentially manifest as a form of carbohydrate intolerance. And so it just makes sense these people with this condition you know, restrict carbohydrates in their diet. And a final question, if one is on this type of diet, can you ever have anything for dessert? Well, you'd be surprised. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of really um, quite uh, palatable and enjoyable desserts um, you can make with, uh, with high-fat, low-carbohydrate, you know, artificial sweeteners, um, cheesecakes, ice creams that are very low in carbohydrate and, and no sugar. Uh, but the, the, you'll, you'll find when you're in a keto-adapted state after you've been on a ketogenic diet for several weeks, um, a lot of the carb cravings go away, and, you, and you, you tend to seek out more savory foods, and this is why it tends to work uh, well uh, in, in folks who typically struggle restricting calories on a non-ketogenic diet. There are trade-offs, so the, um, certainly um, some foods are limited or... Uh, eliminated entirely that contain a lot of carbohydrates, but it also frees up a lot of other foods that people may be typically avoiding because they're limiting fat in their diet. So, um, so like most things in life, it's trade-off. You can have butter and cream and cheese. Now you just have to limit the uh, the the starches and, and and added sugars in the diet. Everything on the baked potato except the potato. Potatoes would be out. Yes. Jeff Follick is professor of kinesiology at Ohio State University. Hey, thanks so much for joining me. My pleasure. I really appreciate the opportunity to talk to you. Find a link to the Keto Diet Study and to this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com.